Good day, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the U.S. Lens. I'm Ron Insana. If you haven't heard by now, the Department of Labor in the United States has come up with some new rules around ESG investing. There's been some confusion as to how plan sponsors and other investors deal with ESG and whether or not that could be a consideration in their investment decisions when putting money to work. Joining me now to talk about these changes and what they mean to plan sponsors and other institutional investors is Laz Tiant. He is Investment Director of Sustainability for Schroeder's. Laz, good to have you. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Ron. All right, let's start first with the, with the decision handed down by the Department of Labor. What exactly did they say about ESG investing as it pertains to institutional and other investors like plan sponsors who had been somewhat confused about the state of play with respect to regulations around ESG products and investment uh, approaches? That's a good question. So uh, in short, the Department of Labor issued a non-enforcement letter in March of 2021, essentially highlighting that it will be moving towards amending rules adopted by the previous administration. And so these previous rules required planned fiduciaries to make decisions for ERISA plans based solely on consideration of pecuniary factors. And essentially, the preamble in that left a lot of questions and the potential for litigation, making it really difficult for retirement plans to go down this road of considering ESG factors or even implementing sustainable investment um, options. So in mid-October of 2021, the DOL released its proposal amendments to the regulation, making it clearer that fiduciaries may consider ESG factors when assessing investment opportunities, as well as making proxy voting decisions. So these proposed rules kept in certain language of the previous administration and in, in being quite explicit that ERISA fiduciaries must focus on financially material, but also rule explicitly noted that the ESG factors may impact the long-term risk-reward profile of an investment opportunity, while also emphasizing a retirement plan should not sacrifice investment return or take on any additional investment risk. Now, in addition to clarification around the permissibility of, of the consideration of ESG factors, the proposed rule also created a path for ESG to be used in qualified default investment alternatives, QDIA, as well as made changes to improve and clarify the tiebreaker test, which essentially allows for a fiduciary to conclude that if two competing investment approaches equally serve the financial interest of a plan, the fiduciary could base its investment decision on economic or non-economic benefits other than investment returns. So fast forward a, a year later, the proposed rules were finalized last week on the 22nd of November. Now, overall, the spirit of what was proposed has been captured in this final version. And I would say that with prudence and economics really being the key deciding factors when considering ESG integrated or sustainable investment plans. Um, there were also some so additional- let me, If I could just interrupt you for one second, let me just ask you about that to, to be very, very specific about this, plan sponsors and, and and other similar type investors can invest in ESG or, or use ESG criteria for their investments if and only if they do not impede uh, the rate of return that they might earn on their investments for their uh, for their retirees or others who are they're taking care of over the long term. To put it bluntly. 
Right. So prudence and economics trumps everything when considering this. But there were also actually some new provisions which allowed for the permissibility of plan participant preferences to be considered when developing, again, a menu of prudent investment options. And this particular point is actually a big deal and something we were not anticipating. We actually had put out a retirement survey earlier this year, which highlighted that 87% of plan participants want their investments aligned with their values. So this addition to the rule is, is kind of quite consistent with what we're seeing in terms of demand. So while preferences can be considered, those preferences also need to be prudent and, and economic to be implemented. All right, so this decision has taken place at the federal level. Let me ask you though, in the United States these days, there are individual states who have suggested that ESG cannot be a consideration and that the pecuniary interest is the only interest that should drive investment making decisions for, let's say state pension plans or, or other uh, uh, managers who, who uh, oversee uh, the retirement funds for individuals. Is, is that still true? Is there now some tension between what states want and what the United States wants? To be seen, I think at the end of the day, regulation could be a good thing to make it so that there are specifics around what's permitted and what's not permitted, right? And so with this prudence and, and economic lens really leading the charge, I think the DOL did a good, very good job of kind of towing that line in terms of the, the language and what is permitted, right? And with the economics really leading that, hopefully this is in a, a good place where it can stick. All right, so if you were a plan sponsor, what steps would you be taking to implement then a sustainable investment option? That's a good question. I mean, many steps, but I think the first and most important one is, does the sponsor and then the plan participants even understand the different approaches to sustainable investing? And that right there is an opportunity for upfront education, right? I think sustainable investment has really been, unfortunately, been captured as kind of this catch-all phrase when there really are different specific approaches to one my taking it. So, you know, for example, an ESG integrated approach really involves rigorous analysis to understand ESG trends and the factors that invest uh, or affect an investment, right? We, we expect asset managers to understand how factors such as interest rates and currency risks impact a portfolio, but knowing to the extent that there are ESG risks are no different and really having that full picture with performance driving the investment decision-making is the objective. But that's different than when you might have sustainable investments that are seeking outcomes and objectives as part of the investment process, while also still you know, focusing on investment returns. Um, and, and that's where you'll see actually maybe exclusions based on economic analysis also apply. There's also thematic investing that's really honing in on trending themes that might align to sustainable development goals around climate change or responsible consumption or sustainable infrastructure, to name a few. And you know that also has its risk as it relates to, let's say, um, interest rates, uh, supply chain disruptions, policy momentum. So there are you know time horizon considerations for managers to consider in that regard. And, and then there's things like impact investing, right, which is really focusing on having a a, a measurable positive or social, uh, social or environmental impact alongside financial returns. And while we weren't really expecting the plan sponsors to, to go down this route in the proposed form of the rules, this concept of preferences kind of changes that a little bit and allows for maybe economic-led um, thematic or impact investments to, to be considered. So that's one 
um, milestone, if you will, that, that we expect plan sponsors to consider. But it's also to, uh, important to understand what's important to the firm in terms of commitments they've made, particularly if you're, let's say, a, a corporate plan sponsor and have made decarbonization efforts. Are you looking to be consistent there? Um, you know, it's also important for plan sponsors to evaluate ESG within their existing options to identify gaps. We think that you know, most uh, firms are going to you know, go down that integrated route, right? Having the full picture in mind and really focusing on financial um, uh, re returns and using ESG to think about those opportunities or, or headwinds um, from a risk-adjusted return perspective. And that might exist, right? So I think there's also an opportunity for um, plans to look inwardly to understand you know, what they have currently. And then if there are sustainable outcomes or objectives that are um, desired, they'll really need to define what measurable ESG investment criteria are going to be considered, um, perhaps update their investment policy statement to reflect this. Um, and then I think what's most important is the ongoing reporting and, and the alignment and, and measurement, right, that comes with potentially going down uh, the ESG integrated route, which can include really understanding where there's ESG related engagement with companies or voting statistics and insights that need to be captured, um, or if there are sustainable outcomes that are considered, um, you know, such as having a low carbon portfolio, how do you measure that how do you capture that to ensure that you are proving that you're you're doing what you're saying you're trying to do when having an ESG option? On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, you're listening to the Investor Download. All right, so now with the change in the U.S. retirement landscape, let me flip sides here uh, to the global asset manager and and the considerations therein when they see this regulatory shift in the United States. What does it mean for them? Yeah, so I mentioned that, you know, regulation could be a good thing, right? And so in this regard, it's really going to be important for asset managers to be able to do what I just mentioned, right? Really prove and demonstrate that they have a sustainable process or that they are indeed able to capture and measure the sustainable outcomes that they intend to have within their investment thesis, right? And so I think this is going to be really important for the asset managers who want to have business with retirement plans to be able to prove this kind of information. So if you're an ESG integrated strategy, you know, since sustainable outcomes are not the goal, a documented understanding of the approach to considering sustainability related risks and opportunities will be important. Um, if you are a sustainable strategy, ongoing reporting to demonstrate alignment to the defined sustainable outcome measurement of the investment product will be essential. And so I think it's really going to put the onus on the investment management space, including Schroeder's, to really be able to be transparent and really be clear about what their definition of sustainability means and how they're going about it. Um, whereas now, I don't want to say it's been the wild, wild west, but without regulation, marketing investments has been... Uh, a bit of trouble, right? And we've seen this become somewhat politicized. And so I think this will all help as long as managers can be transparent and, and be thorough in their processes. Now, for the everyday American investor who is, I would say, reasonably unlikely to read Department of Labor regulations around ERISA plans, just how daunting that sounds, what do they need to know and, and, and what can they learn or how can they learn more about how this affects ultimately their their retirement plans and and what they expect to reap at, at the end of a, a long working life it all comes down to education um we believe that really there's a, there's currently a unique opportunity to educate employees and plan participants on sustainability in a broader sense right not even just what does sustainable investment mean but 
what are the macro policies driving system level changes? What are things like the Inflation Reduction Act actually mean in terms of changes and in investment opportunities around us? What are the emerging themes that have become more investment opportunities such as the global energy transition? Um, what are those different approaches to ESG investing and where does a plan option actually land on that spectrum? So, you know, if, if sponsors are gonna be providing sustainable investment options, helping their participants actually make informed decisions on the choices offered and how they can fit into the overall retirement investment portfolio is a significant value add. One way Schroeder's, how we're trying to partner on this is creating a, a kind of a, a tool curriculum called School Sustainability to help guide plan sponsors and participants on those nuances of sustainability and its relation to, to the investment. So right now, again, Ron, it all comes down to education for everybody to be in a place where there's comfort in going down this path. My right, final question, what happens next? Will there be widespread adoption now that the barriers to implement sustainable investment options have been, for all intents and purposes, alleviated? I think, you know, while the rule is um, really capturing that use of ESG factors and, and it's prudent for investors, and, and this is a big step, I think sustainable investment, sustainable investing generally is going to need to continue evolving if there's going to be that expectation of, of wide adoption. By this, you know, I mean some things I've already mentioned, right? Improvements in the transparency provided not only by investment managers, but also companies um, to sponsors, consultants, and the intermediaries on the respective definitions of sustainability and the evidence to demonstrate that a fund does, in fact, seriously incorporate sustainability factors. And again, if there are outcomes in mind, this means highlighting that process to, you know, help achieve sustainable uh, objectives as well as show that those considerations are indeed economic drivers of financial performance. Um, the other point I'll reiterate is um, impending regulation to look out for, such as those SEC proposals on ESG disclosures for registered investment funds and the so-called names rule, right? So again, if adopted, those rules will really further their help retirement plans consider mutual funds uh, as part of their lineup um, as they will acquire those managers to identify where the fund is integrated, sustainable, or impact, and require that those fund names using ESG terminology is consistent and reflective of the investment strategy. And so I think this is what's next. This is where the hockey puck um, is going in terms of having more regulation just be helpful, right, and, and provide uh, and carve out a path uh, for this to be widely adopted. And as always, we should skate to where the puck is going as opposed to where it is. Yeah, and, and by that, we mean investment managers need to prove it when it comes to ESG. All right, last a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you taking time for this special edition of the U.S. Lens. Thanks, Ron. Les Tiant is Investment Director of Sustainability at Schroeder's. And I'm Ron Ansad. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of the U.S. Lens. We will talk to you again soon. Well, that was the show. We very much hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more, check out our website, schroders.com forward slash the investor download. You can also get in contact with us about anything in the show or ideas for future shows at Schroders Podcast at schroders.com. Please remember to subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. We're now doing one show a week, which will be available every Thursday from 5pm UK time. Thanks very much for listening, but above all, keep safe and go well. Cheers. The value of investments and the income from them may go down as well as up, and investors may not get back the amounts originally invested. Past performance is not a guide to future performance. The information is not an offer, solicitation or recommendation of any funds, services or products, or to adopt any investment strategy.